0: Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. Going to take a look at uh, Trigger Warnings. Going to take a look at Red Room Trigger Warnings, issue number two. But first, I want to invite you guys to like, follow, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell so that we can notify you when new vids are available. And uh, that helps mitigate the Kayfabe effect, which is whenever we talk about a comic book uh, in a video that we post early in the morning. By early or mid afternoon, the comics that we talk about are uh, usually sold out. Or prohibitively expensive if, if you can find them online at all. So the people who get those videos earlier uh, get their get first dibs on getting their hands on these comics. And I invite you guys to also watch these videos to the end because that boosts our uh, standing in the YouTube algorithm, pushes our content out to other comic book loving YouTube viewers, and that in turn helps us to uh, build our audience further. We recently hit over uh, sixty thousand subscribers but we are on the race to hit 600,000 subs and uh, we're only 10% of the way to get there man so we need your help to do that and we appreciate all of your patronage up to this point. Uh, Jimmy finally got some comps for uh, for Red Room Trigger Warnings number two. thought it'd be fun to uh, go through this thing and, and speak a little bit about uh, the ins and outs of, of putting this comic together. Started off the um, with this front cover. Wanted to go a little bit more subdued, man. I always like that stuff that like uh, Michael Cho would do, where he'd let the color of a character's costume bleed into the, the background with the same color value. I wanted to do my version of that.
1: I like that there's a gradient. It'd be easy to do a flat orange for a background. That gradient gives it a little bit of dimensionality.
0: Yeah, I'm going to give shouts to Justin over at Fantagraphics for, for, uh, for that part of it, man, because I, I did just have a flat one and then he gussied it up a touch. It's
1: nice. It gives a little bit of red, a reddish uh, behind the logo.
0: Yeah. There's the various covers that are available for this issue. Got the Jim Rugg Peanuts paperback cover. The Steve McNiven. He sent me the OG artwork to that one. I should should have had that here to show off, man. And then some of the retail incentive variants, man. John Gallagher has done a variant cover for like almost every issue, and they're all hardcore
1: yeah i was looking at that in, in the layout there it's pretty disturbing
0: <laughs> jumping right into the story man uh, our guys are dead i wanted to do one of those stories man where you tell you tell it you tell it backward or whatever man our guys show up dead on page one hanging from the rafters these are some kayfabe ass john burns sewer wolverine <laughs> dark phoenix saga fucking duct works, man pulled that stuff from him when I was uh, doing X-Men grand design and like really looking at his comics closely with Terry Austin on the inks and all you do you grid it off you don't even got to pencil it dude just go straight in there with your uh, microns or whatever
1: and start layering shapes yeah it's nice I like the uh, spot color too I feel like that's a really good idea yeah, to thinking- uh, add to the black and white. You know, to add to the visual vocabulary. I feel like that's a good choice.
0: Yeah, I have to print these comics in CMYK because I don't want pure white uh, for for the paper. I want this little yellow value. So that's an option. Like I could play with color. In the first issue, I had like a top a color tier up top, and uh, the Sin Cities with the spot color always sexy to me. So let's do let's do a spot color with with two colors.
1: It's also a good way to present these characters, you know, trying to make these characters pop and be unique and personalities and all these different elements you want in a good character design, that color's really helpful. You know, it makes those masks iconic.
0: So they left behind a suicide note. So the very first panels of every page just continues the, uh, the, the suicide note. And one of the things, I, this past week, I rewatched uh, True Detective season one, the Matthew McConaughey or Woody Harrelson season. And I pulled several pieces of inspiration from from that series for Red Room. Uh, One piece that I that I swiped was uh, the idea of um, accumulating your victims by way of natural disasters. So they they were talking about like floods and stuff, like missing persons and things. So that was issue two of the first round of Red Room that I had like that kind of story. And I believe it's issue I mean episode three or four of a true detective where there's a part where they have Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey in present day sequestered away from one another and they're recalling a series of events that happened that sort of led to their kind of fame like they they got a lot of props for um, cracking this one case and it required a gunfight and the murder of a couple suspects but they were able to find some like human trafficked little kids. And when they're in the present day talking about the situation, uh, the words are transposed over top of the visuals of that moment from the past. And it does not line up. It's unreliable narrator where the stuff they're saying present day is not corresponding with what you're seeing. And that's what I wanted. Uh, That was in my mind with this part, man, the suicide note. Because very often what you will be reading doesn't jive with the imagery on the page and that's and that's that's
1: very sort of calculated that feels like a contemporary type of storytelling yeah yeah like like almost nothing that's uh recreation even documentaries like there's just so much stuff that's unknowable so you watch it in that format and you 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 give it this credence that maybe we shouldn't
0: right yeah totally yeah yeah like like it's gospel
1: I remember finding unreliable narrators like just in my own reading or watching things, and, and like what a revelation that is. Totally. It's Conf- a great storytelling mechanism. Con-
0: Confederacy of dunces. You know, like that's blows your mind first time checking that stuff out. So we established the pumpkins on the fir- first page, and now we have our tandem, boy and girl, Richie Corbeau and Jan Strand uh, painting some freight trains with, with pumpkins uh, to, to begin, man, to imply that yes, these are the pumpkins.
1: Yeah, it looks good, and I always like comics that have, like, reference to past comics. I feel like there's some hip-hop family tree with the graffiti on the side of a train there it's kind of cool to think of that happening like concurrently but in, in a
0: different location cartoonist kfabe is brought to you by the comic books that we make in stores right now red room trigger warnings issue one two and three are on the stands murder on the dark web for fun and profit every issue completely self contained and you could grab uh, the anti-social network trade paperback which was uh, 2021's uh, season of red room comics jimmy produced hulk grand design monster and madness both in stores right now where he's taking the entirety of the uh, incredible hulk storyline distilling it down into two 40 page comics uh, giving you the entire history 60 years worth of incredible hulk comics uh, in one handy package get them while they're hot while we're done paying the bills let's get back to this video Because I'm a child of the 90s, man, I sort of modeled the couple off of uh, Chloe Sevigny and and, uh, Justin Pierce from from the flick Kids. Uh, I'm retconning that relationship that they had from that flick, man, and making them a loving couple. Uh, Implications of her being pregnant, man, uh, but it's not really spelled out, though obviously you will see the birth of a boy a little bit later this is always like as a kid i painted graffiti and was never very good or anything like that nothing to speak of definitely a toy but one of my great fears was being in like a secluded area painting something hearing a rustling witnessing a murder and not being able to say or do anything or just being still while something's fucking terrible is going down so put it down on a comic page never happened in real life thankfully uh but it's a horrifying moment that i'm able to include in my horror comic
1: Autobio. yeah
0: and uh this fella is getting his ass beat because not only did he uh find the uh, this boot find this guy cheating on his on him with his wife but his comic co- collection is missing because <laughs> in the world of red room the highest form of culture and the biggest uh form of of pop entertainment is comic books so as he's naming off names man caliber presents issue number one go check out that episode new mutants issue 98 go check out that episode of cartoonist kayfabe hey ed this doesn't feel like it's not in our world i know right (laughs) it is in the kayfabe universe man no doubt Uh, i do like to think that this is the kind of a guy that would slab his comics and, (laughs) and uh and shoot somebody over uh uh upsetting them a little bit but the consequence of these kids seeing this go down seeing a murder happen the girl kind of digs it and this opens up a new realm of possibilities for their relationship because they're they're mickey and mallory man the idea of this comic like this the the hoodie horror issue is like a sub genre of horror that i discovered uh just while tracking stuff down to inspire myself for this comic and i guess over there in great britain in the in the aughts in the early teens they were really terrified of young teenagers and the things that kids would 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 uh be getting into so they had oh, a bunch of flicks called hoodie horror which is essentially just that man it's little punk kids being being assholes and doing bad things uh see eden lake that one of my favorites man so this is the the horror ho- hoodie horror episode and i feel like that movie Kids. It fits into that bracket because you, if you're not part of that crew, they're smacking you in the head with skateboards and they're doing all kinds of crazy dirt. Um, with that idea of kids in mind, I had to have like a little, yeah, right, a little Harmony Corinne, uh, gummo, gummo homage here. (laughs) Uh, because now they witness this murder, he feels he could trust her with some more hardcore stuff, knowing that she's not a wuss when it comes to blood and guts and things like this, man. So he's mentioning to her. Uh, this moment in the past where you know his brother got taken away is is in the is in prison right now there was allusions to his brother being in prison earlier uh but the girl already knew she googled the guy's name man he's he's in prison for for sharing and distributing red room videos to, to fbi agents this part right here man like there's a certain there's a certain demographic of Faber that knows about this man when you had the millennium falcon toy it's a smuggler ship dude and we didn't keep our money in piggy banks, dude. You just slide your dollars in the secret <laughs> compartments in your uh, Millennium Falcon. And that's precisely where they, the, like the cops upset their whole house looking for whatever kind of contraband they could find. But as the boy's putting his stuff back together, man, he hears a little rattle in, in the Millennium Falcon. Out comes a couple USB drives. And the girlfriend is stoked, man. She wants to, re, she wants to, she wants to check out some Red Room tapes.
1: That's a good little kid. <laughs> the, the shaking like you know drawing I mean, the
0: unreliable narrator stuff really starts to come into play here where it, you're talking about how, how good they are at their jobs and how good their family lives are and how they live in nice middle class dwellings another storytelling piece is the upward mobility of the, uh, the couple as you see them in like a trailer home to begin and then like you'll see various elevations in their living situation uh the boy's kind of not exactly a drug courier, but he but he's he picks up the money uh from, from the dealers who who have you know, sold their their um consignment or whatever. And he made the mistake of grabbing all the money at once. So he's got ten G's in his backpack, comes out and the son of a cop is out there holding a gun on him. Uh I don't know if that was if you had uh, went to school with kids whose dads were cops, men, But where I'm from, those were the kids who were selling drugs in high school. So the boy uh, holds up our guy, Richie, takes the loot, kicks our dude. So we now have a villain. We have somebody that it's okay for us to dislike. There's the original dwelling of our married couple. See, her looking at a maternity magazine or something as uh he's in a jam because he's missing that 10 g's we established the drug dealers are crazy fuck on page two cutting dudes up for not providing the right money so our dude is kind of freaked out where the hell am i going to find ten thousand bucks it might as well be ten million dollars and there was that scuffle with the with the comic collection uh on page two or three the girl's like yo remember those that guy who shot that dude over comic books, that stuff must be worth something. Like, my uncle has a bunch of things. Uh, fast forward, man, they they
1: sneak into... This reminds me a little bit of Akira. And I, I can't tell you exactly what it is, but I mean, I know from talking to you and looking at Akira, that's a thing. And I love this panel, this idea, this panel placement, even though he's breaking the panel, it's kind of an open panel, but there's also a panel, it's an inset within an open panel.
0: Yeah, just trying to break things up sure. a touch, man.
1: Very effective. Yeah. I love this panel, too. With the, uh, <laughs> being able to, This is Easter eggs, right, for um, comic book nerds? Yeah,
0: totally. Yeah, got that Mobius painting well, on that cover of Taboo. Yeah. A little uh, James O'Barr statue, Tick Toy, a whole bunch of Star Wars toys. <laughs> I knew people who had that Hulk Hogan uh, yeah. pillow gimmick. And then, of course, the most valuable Nintendo tape uh, in existence. The uncle has stadium events. At this time, I think it went for about 10 Gs. Now it's like six figures. And as they walk out, of course it can't be that easy, right? That's not the hero's journey. They get confronted by the uncle. He doesn't quite know that it's them. But just in a moment of instinct, as he lashes out, grabs the girl. She drops the tape. She jams him in the face, man, with that with that, uh, mag light. And while the boyfriend is like concerned, like, yo, his brains are leaking everywhere. Like, she's upset that the tape is fucked up. <laughs> and then... Fast forward to them trying to figure out like what do we do now? Like you just killed the guy, uh, he's looking for ways to dispose of the body in sort of the old school ways. Man, we gotta throw this dude down a gully. We gotta we gotta chop him up in a million pieces. We gotta break his teeth out. But she's going sexy with it, looking for ways to melt him and <laughs> and. Uh, dispose of them that way make them fully evaporate disappear and that leads her to go to those dark net websites that were established uh in earlier issues and the discovery that red room tapes red room videos are going for like over ten thousand dollars they're they're like the nfts man of, of uh these dark net websites man they're going for 10
1: love that truck. And this is so great. It reminds me so much of gasoline alley. I always associate that effect with gasoline alley. And you think of the content, it's a uh, very funny juxtaposition.
0: <laughs> yeah. The thought is like, you know, it's a conversation piece, man. And like, just break it up.
1: Yeah. However it's, it's you can.
0: Great. But then it's also the reveal of like the ghastly right. contents of the trailer of this truck.
1: It's a good page layout.
0: As she's talking about that red room stuff, we see this kind of like, uh like coal mine entrance or whatever that is man i was just referencing like weird buildings in the woods it's a great uh it's a great shot of like the dark behind her head make the characters pop like i since i'm not using color i definitely use the gray tones to try to s- separate the shapes to to bring some contrast cuz i like to play with so many lines in my regular drawing it could get muddy if i don't have some extra help so here it is man the very first introduction of of the pumpkins and they are not red room killers in the same way as all the other red room stuff this is this is a copycat ki- like set of characters they're it's snuff videos that that they're in the business of and the idea here is like they're taking that uncle and they're playing like they're killing him he's dead already but they're jabbing knives into him and ripping him to shreds and their idea is they're going to sell that video
1: our EC homage. Totally. Here. <laughs> Dude, the <laughs> little the, Jack Davis callback.
0: The week I drew this, we might have taken a look at like the EC uh, artist edition volume one. I do have volume two. That'll be a future episode. I just sit at a blank piece of paper, Jim, and think about like, how can I gross myself out today? And the idea of like jabbing in like little M80s, but still having the eyeball in there and just kind of displacing it. Made me cringe, and also uh, dislocating the jaw to fit as much dynamite in a mouth as you possibly could. Yeah, I try to explain
1: how I see Red Room because it's like you'll you'll do something like this and then send me <laughs> send me a text with it <laughs> completely out of context, and it's just like oh yeah, that's that's
0: great. Why, when you flip the page, you see her vomiting. And if it wasn't spelled out about the pregnancy stuff, like you could still imagine that maybe she was like a little uncomfortable with uh, what they ended up doing. He's sitting there like watching the sort of eBay uh, auction going on. And if you ever sold stuff on eBay, there is that moment where you're like, oh, no, it's like the last hour and there hasn't been any movement. On these items I'm trying to sell at all because all the action happens in the last 10 seconds last 30 seconds and that's exactly what happens here and they made some loot man they made some loot you know whatever point six eight of a Bitcoin is or should I say 0.81?
1: that's pretty cool too it reminds me a lot of like the, uh, the 80s and 90s convention of TV screens yeah you know it's another way to Share information. The communicate phone, info. Yeah,
0: the phone is the is the red room version of the Dark Knight American yeah. flag TV screen. So they got a taste, man. They made some money. These are fuck up kids who live in a in in a, in a trailer and dropped out of school. They found a vocation. They found something that they're good at, and now they're kind of on the hunt. They just stop off for a second. He's got to take a leak behind the building, and it just so happens that there's a.
1: A homeless fella love that the radio is ripped out of the truck yeah dashboard yeah and
0: just like like maybe even hot
1: wired i wonder if people remember this i used to have my buddy had an al camino it didn't even need a key to turn like the the turn would turn without a key in the ignition <laughs>
0: <laughs> good times there's the center spread you know our guys are alive gets his nipples cut off why not there's your back cover image
1: yeah, it's, it's what you want to see blown up. <laughs>
0: I love showing this stuff to my pops, man. <laughs> because he's always like, Why why? What's the purpose? <laughs> and of course the answer is why not? Uh, no, the purpose is cold hard cash. <laughs> I spent the uh, I spent a day, dude, just trying <laughs> to draw the perfect like disloc like I wanted it to feel like that head is pushed back
1: from where that jaw was. It's a good swing. Our girl's belly's blowing up. Yeah, I was going to say, it starts to get more disturbing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Our girl's belly's blowing up, man. Here they are reconvening, and we established this bad guy earlier. Um, The girlfriend character's talking about how this dude was always trying to get her involved in, like, a threesome with he and his girlfriend. We get to see his girlfriend right there. And they have that kind of relationship together, where he's, like, sticking his tongue out, like, in the... Dine at the Y fashion and she's flicking them off as they pass by they make flippant comments to to Jan our main guy's girlfriend as Richie sees the watches that were we'll probably purchase with that 10,000 bucks that uh, the, the bad boy took from them cut back to their home a better living situation and, and uh, Richie is Watching a poker face video see this is that like uh, what do you call it? Man, this is like that acknowledgement that they're actually on the right track man when your heroes Acknowledge your presence and maybe are even threatened by your presence So savage poker face is one of the one of the main kind of red room stars All you got to do is put that mask on a couple of your gimp's shoot them up and uh, for as far as anybody else knows man, you just killed the
1: pumpkins this also feels a lot like uh, online culture. You know, yeah, like it's pretty good. Pretty good for that piece.
0: Yeah, totally. It's like a rap disc tape. Um, Dude, this it's
1: Twitter. It's, yeah. It's oh anything. yeah. Oh
0: yeah. Totally. This part right here, where where the the gun turret mm-hmm. is kind of going, that's from uh, Richard Corbin Ralph ah, comic. That nice. one page that was in that How to Draw Comics book uh like showed a sequence like that just and i thought always thought that was so fucking cool so we see our girl like she has a reaction and the dude's like see i told you man you shouldn't have saw this she's like no doofus my water broke <laughs> cuts to the baby is born and we got this detective sniffing around uh asking about her uncle you know like where were you when 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 he disappeared that kind of stuff but she plays it straight, you know. She's tough because, like these these calculated killers, man, they don't have emotion. They don't get nervous. But this does trigger, like when this guy leaves, this does trigger them to to go forth with their exit strategy, man. Because now the cops are sniffing around, and we got money. Like we gotta we gotta act fast, but not before we clear up a little bit of business, man. Got the boy, got the uh, the sort of bad guy that took the, took the money from rich to send him down the path to become a red rumor and he's talking with Jen man like once again the the couple was trying to get their hands on her and she's playing like she's ready to succumb go visit them shows up dude when you see that wine bottle man as like the feature element in a panel and then you see the dude drink it and then you see the girl drink it you know it's gonna end bad it's gonna end poorly man and our guys are toast. But still, they're high schoolers, man. So, of course, this dude has a certain amount of insecurity. Like, yeah, they pulled their trip off. But you probably you didn't suck his dick or anything, right, baby? <laughs>
1: That's a good piece of human observation. Totally.
0: Now, cut to present day. There are our pumpkins. They're, they're dead. They're toast. And we got our Scooby-Doo ending, right? Yank the mask off. And there it is, dude. It's the, it's the bad guys. Uh, the people who... Our main pumpkins dislike. They're done. And it happens, you know, this guy is the son of a cop who is on the scene. Uh, you know what I'm gonna do though, Jimmy man? This is the epilogue. And there's a couple pages left to go, but I'm gonna save that.
1: Yeah, make them make them pay for it at home. This uh this face reminds me a little bit of a Drew Friedman rendering. You know, with, <laughs> with, with your shading and everything, like it it kind of comes across that way. It's when,
0: pretty neat. When you play with these uh with duotone or I feel like even Zipotone you don't just don't leave it completely gray chip something off and then it and then it rounds rounds out the 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 shape like it's okay right here when you have this like kind of subdued background but in almost every place you see me fuck with it like i'll cut some highlights into it to just round off some forms or shines you know like there's there's so much you could do with it and you know after a couple hundred pages i'm getting more comfortable with different techniques and things that you could do with it like if you just left this purely gray it would be so flat but you cut some white highlights into it and it feels like a more three-dimensional statue
1: yeah man that's a sweet issue that's a lot of story
0: yeah like the page counts vary uh because i'm just allowing myself to tell the story in as many pages as i need to so that's that abuses the, the monthly schedule Uh, that I was hoping to do of like 12 in a row but it just makes for better single issue one and done stories every issue is completely single one and done you get a complete meal but that doesn't mean that you won't see some of the characters in in other issues anyhow man I'm good to go if you are Jimmy k Fabers, get these comics at your local uh, comic shop it is banned in 10 shops but don't worry because uh, all the better shops are
1: picking up that slack what do you have out there Jim hulk grand design monster and hulk grand design madness retelling the 60-year history of the incredible hulk and two oversized issues that i am writing drawing coloring lettering the whole the whole works uh, pick those up wherever you buy comics and join me on patreon.com slash jimrug
0: red room trigger warnings issue one two and three are on the stands as we speak as you can see murder on the dark web for fun and profit is the name of the game uh, like i just said also all these issues completely self-contained uh, if your shop doesn't have these comics, uh, you can go to uh, my link tree in the description below this video. Uh, go to the Fantagraphics website. You could order and pre-order present and future Red Room comics there, or hit up my Patreon, Patreon.com/EdPiskor. Three bucks will get you the archive. And I have more than 200 pages up there right now. Um, Put up new pages every Tuesday. What else do we have out there, Jimmy?
1: Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe e-newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts and merchandise at the links below this video.
0: That's another great way to support the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel. Jimmy, given those marching orders, will be on our way.
1: Make more comics.